0: All right, well, welcome to uh, Footnotes for Faith, and this is our uh, second full uh, episode of Footnote for Faith. Uh, Each week on Footnotes for Faith, we take a few minutes to expand our understanding of the Christian faith, connect scripture to life, and consider the claims of Jesus. And I'm your host for Footnotes for Faith. My name is Scott Fisher, and I'm a pastor, currently pastoring at Delaware Valley Christian Church just outside of the great city of brotherly love, the city of Philadelphia. I don't know where where you're listening from, but uh, we've been experiencing really uh, strange weather here in the Philadelphia area. We had our first snow, uh, accumulated snow, in uh, about over two years uh, last week, and uh, that was actually kind of exciting. But now today it's uh, getting close to 60 degrees, so I actually had to crack open the window here uh, in my office uh, to get some air in here. So it's it's really crazy, the weather. And so, so hopefully wherever you're listening from, you're uh, safe. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on around, around the country. So anyway, so glad to have you with us again. And uh, appreciate those that gave me some feedback from the uh, previous two episodes, and especially the second episode, which really we started to get into this topic of back to basics. And if you didn't hear that one, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one. So we're going to continue along that theme here today in this episode, talking about the, the Bible and and the basic understanding of Scripture as our authority. Uh, and before we get into that, I just wanted to, as we go along in this journey, I want to share a little bit with you about my own personal a spiritual journey. Uh, I'll share little bits and pieces as we go, go along, and hopefully it's something that you can relate to because I want to be able to connect with you, the listener. So as I mentioned last time, I, I was not brought up in a particularly religious home at all and wasn't brought up in a, in a Christian family in terms of understanding scripture or the gospel. And But the thing with for me was even as a child, I I had these sort of deep feelings or yearnings in, in my heart to know about God, although I, I didn't really verbalize that in my family. I just had these, these interests, and I had some friends that were in different faith traditions, and I would, from time to time, attend church with them. I was always a bit fascinated by faith and thought that it would be great, some, great to have some kind of faith, although I, I, I didn't really exactly know what all that meant. And then when I was in high school, my sophomore year in high school, or really my freshman year into my sophomore year, our family went through a personal tragedy when my father died suddenly. And my older brother was in college at the time. My younger sister was home. And, and that really put me into a very difficult period throughout my high school years. And as I look back, it deepened some of my, certainly my own emotional struggles and also my questions about about God. But again, I didn't verbalize those questions, but they were still there. And some influential things in my life in terms of Scripture, because that relates to our topic, was when I was I went to a, a private preparatory school in New England, in, in Connecticut, where, where I grew up, and in one of the classes I had, we were studying English literature, and the teacher assigned us to read the Gospel of Matthew because so much of English literature has biblical allusions. And so that was my first encounter really with, with Scripture in a very intense way. And I I remember being very impressed with the person of Jesus as I read about him in the Gospels. And I I really, I often tell people, I, I don't know where I got this image of Jesus, but I had a, sort of an image of Jesus before that of someone that was, I don't know what the right word would be, kind of Kind of a weak person, perhaps, someone that kind of said little sonnets on the hillside, inspirational phrases. But when I encountered Jesus in the Bible and the gospels, I saw a person of strength and purpose and love and and grace and was very much fascinated by him as a person. And but I really didn't understand the cross. I, I didn't understand how Jesus exactly ended up on the cross. And again, not verbalizing any of this. And when I went away to college after my senior year, I those questions were still revolving around my mind and heart. And as a freshman in college out in Ohio, I attended a Bible study, and it was at that Bible study that it I heard the scriptures read at that Bible study where John fourteen six, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And and that was the beginning of my journey. Um I put my gave my heart to Christ and really have had a quite a journey over the last 45 years or so but i've never really looked back and been very thankful for all that god has done in my life so that's the really short version of my story and i will share more about it and if you have any questions about my journey my life is an open book but i just want you to know that as i said last time that i did not come from a faith background so if you don't come from a faith background or you're new to the faith, then join the club. Now, some, some of our, my listeners, our listeners, have certainly you know, had a faith background and grew up with faith, and like my children did, and I'm very thankful for that. But that's not my journey. So that's a little bit about me. Now, I did get a really good question this week, and I, I really want to encourage you, if you have questions, comments, you want to hear more about something, please uh, email me. Footnotes Pod, Footnotes Pod at dvcc.org, and I will be glad to consider you whatever your questions are. But that helps me get feedback because it helps me kind of know if I'm scratching where people are itching, if I'm touching on things that are helpful, if there's if you need more information. So this is a a question I got from a listener um, or a comment, and then a question. This listener said, "Your discussion about authority." is just so timely for some things I'm wrestling with, deconstructing what I was taught. The Bible said that it actually doesn't. And it's quite frightening because it feels like my identity is crumbling. But I think it's that God is trying to build a stronger, purer core of faith in him and not other things that give me an illusion of security and control. And so it's a good thing, but a painful, confusing process. But please talk more about this. Also, would love to hear about any practical tools for study. Well, I appreciate that uh, listener writing in and sharing some of some of their own personal story, and also asking me some questions. And so, there's, I, I'm sure that there are listeners who are this is resonating with, and who are experiencing some of the same challenges. And so, I want to kind of address some of that. And I, mean, I want to do that by starting by, by by start to answer some of the question that was there about some some resources as you sort of engage in scripture and i like how this quest this person that wrote said you know they're starting to deconstruct some of what they've been taught because remember last time i said that jesus was revolutionary in the sense that he challenged the accepted understandings of scripture and the traditions of, that had grown up around scripture so uh, jesus was revolutionary in the sense that he was trying to bring people back to the original meaning of scripture which of course looks revolutionary because these traditions grew up and and that's true today. I mean there are a lot of a lot of traditions, a lot of teachings and it's our our responsibility to investigate the bible for ourselves with help from others, but ultimately we believe the authority is in the scripture and that's what Jesus believed, not in the human teachers. And the authority that human teachers have is only as as good as the actual sense in which they're coming. Directly from Scripture, but I want to start by answering the question about resources. And this might sound super obvious, and I don't mean it to be, but the best resource is Scripture. And what I mean by that is the no matter what else we do, we need to be reading and taking in Scripture on a regular basis for ourselves. You know, we have so many helps and so many resources in our in our culture for reading the Bible and studying the Bible. But being familiar with the Bible, the whole Bible, is crucial to our understanding of Scripture. And I always think of—I was just talking about this the other day— I always think of this man that I met very early in my ministry career when I was doing a pastoral internship in Chicago area, and his name was Ken. And Ken came to our church— as a result of a of a traumatic set of events in his life. So Ken had been a lifelong alcoholic, very deeply addicted to alcohol. And he was probably in his sixties or so when he when I encountered him. And what happened was Ken was watching some religious programming on his television and and at one point as he was watching these different shows, he he accepted Christ. He yielded his heart to Jesus and put his faith in Jesus. And he wanted to rid his life of alcohol. And so what he did was, and this is before I ever met him, he he basically had himself locked in his apartment, in his bedroom in his apartment, and had told his wife not to let him out until he had detox. Now, this is not recommended. Uh, This is obviously a a very dangerous decision. No one should ever detox that way. So I just want to make sure that's clear. But in his life, this is what happened. So he he detoxed, and he asked this this TV uh, ministry for a church locally, and so he started coming to our church. And you know, Ken, I don't think Ken ever graduated from high school, so his reading ability wasn't great. And I remember giving him a Bible and you know, basic English translation, and he said, yeah, this is a little bit too much hard for me. So I got him more of a paraphr- paraphrased type of a Bible. I think it was a living Bible, which, you know, are good, good for reading the Bible. And that man, Ken, he read the Bible from cover to cover, and he just could not get enough of the Bible. And I remember one time sitting in a Bible study with him and other people in the study, and these were people, you know, that had been studying the Bible for many, many years and knew the Scripture really well. And, I just remember discussions and all of a sudden Ken would say, "Oh, wasn't that written over here or didn't God say this over there?" and he wouldn't always remember the exact place it was in, but he had read so much of the Bible that he was able to begin comparing different scriptures and it it really really made a profound impression upon me as a minist- as someone in ministry of how important just reading the Bible for oneself and so I really want to emphasize that, and the reason I emphasize it is because it's very takes some discipline, and there's lots of parts of the Bible that are hard for us to understand, and parts that are less interesting. But, but as we're going to get into in, a, in a future sessions, so all of the Scripture is given by God and inspired by God. Even the parts that we don't find pleasant or under easy to understand. But if we just continually are reading through it. And it's not like this is something you do like to get extra points with God or anything like that. This is just about coming to have your mind and you're saturated with Scripture so that you can begin to understand it better. So that's the first thing I really want to emphasize. And one of the most important interpretation principles when we study the Bible is that Scripture interprets Scripture. Scripture interprets Scripture. In other words, When we read the Bible, though it's a book that we believe is inspired and given to us by God, it is like other literature in that it's important that we recognize the context of whatever we're reading. In other words, verses are put in a certain context, in a certain place in Scripture, in a certain uh, set of paragraphs, in a certain kind of literature, and... So it's not just like a book, you just open it at any point and say, oh, you know, I'm just going to read this verse out of context. And and that's why it's so important that we we know Scripture, because we can compare Scripture with other Scripture. And one of the great examples of this is the fact that when Jesus was taken into the wilderness early in his ministry to be tested by by the devil, um, we know that one of the ways that Jesus responded to, to to Satan when he was being tempted, 40 days and 40 nights without food or water— and the, uh, the, the devil came to him and tried to, to test him and tempt him into doing something that would violate his commitment to, the, to his heavenly Father, um, Jesus would quote, would quote Scripture back to, to the devil, but, but even Satan himself quoted Scripture. So in Matthew chapter 4, for example, it says, "...the devil took him to a holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple." speaking of Jesus, and said to him, If you were the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And that's a direct quote from Scripture that the devil was throwing at Jesus. So here's the devil quoting Scripture, and Jesus said to him, this was Jesus' response, again, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. So what's going on there? Well, Jesus is basically saying to the devil, you're taking the Bible out of context, you're taking the Scripture out of context. So just because someone is quoting Scripture, just because someone is using Scripture, does not mean that Scripture itself, that that Scripture is being applied properly. And that's a lot of the areas where we get confused, and we get uh, false teaching, heretical teaching, or just teaching this off, and because it's really not being carefully compared to other scriptures. And so the cults and many of the false, false representations of Christianity really depend on the ignorance of the Bible, In, and I don't mean ignorance in a pejorative way, but I mean just not unknowing enough scripture that when they come along and they say, well, look over here, the Bible says this, the Bible, the Bible clearly says this, and then what they, what the person may not realize, yeah, but it also says this, and sometimes people think that means the Bible contradicts itself. But many times it's not so much a contradiction as it's a comparison. It's in, the, in this part, Jesus, God teaches this truth, but in another part, he that truth is balanced out by some other teaching. So, so that's really important that we we be reading the scripture. So, I want to give um, I want to give a few different resources just. For because this uh, listener had asked for some practical resources and i I just kind of came up with some that I am familiar with, and I'm sure maybe you could write in and send in some of that you found helpful um, There's a couple that I want to mention: one is the u version Bible app, the u version Bible app. If you just go on and put u version in your in your search. Um, in your browser, you'll come up with the U version. and there's a Bible app. You can get that on your phone, and it has many different reading plans. You can read through the Bible in a year. You can read through the Bible in, you know, two years or six months, you know, whatever you want to do. But it has reading plans. It has different studies. So that's a really, really good one. Another one for really understanding the Bible better is called the Bible Project, and you can find that. At www.bibleproject.com, they also have tons of resources. They have a podcast. They have teachings on different. Um, they have teachings on different books of the Bible. They break down some of the information in different books of the Bible. So that one is awesome. Um, then you can. There's a. There's a free website, Bible Gateway. Bible Gateway, and that is one where you can look up different words in the Bible, kind of like what's called a concordance, where you look, you put a word in, and it'll show you all the verses where that word appears in the Old Testament, the New Testament. It, you can compare translations, which is always a good thing to do. Kind of look at how different translations treat different passages. Um, so that's, an, that's a great, uh, great one. I think a, another one would be to have a good study Bible. Like a study Bible is a Bible where there's notes explaining different passages. I personally like the NIV study Bible. There's many good ones out there that they have excellent notes that when you're reading through, you kind of look up the, those notes and you look up the verses that go with it if you're reading through a book of the Bible. And then one, one book that is still really has held up well over the years is a book— called How to Read the Bible for All Its Worth. How to Read the Bible for All Its Worth, and that's by Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart, and I know that's available on Amazon, and that's, a, that's kind of an overview of understanding the different types of literature in the Bible and the different um, genres of the Bible, and kind of what I was talking about earlier, it gets into the issue of, of how we understand certain scriptures in their appropriate context. And so, if you're someone that really wants to 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 know more about the Bible and if you're even if if you're listening and you're not you're not a Christian and you're saying you know, I really want to know more about the Bible then we there's no day in human history where we've had more opportunity to know about the Bible than we do today and and so there's all these but these are some of the resources that that I wanted to mention uh today um I also want to just um you know, mentioned that uh, if you if you don't have a church or you're, you're, you'd you like to check out the church where I pastor um, and watch some of the services online, you can do that at www.visitdvcc.org and I know some people are in our area you have your own church, that's awesome, but if you're looking for a church, we'd love to have you visit with us or you can visit our services online, um, so I just wanted to mention that as well. And so, again, I hope this has been helpful in terms of thinking about exposing ourselves to a deeper understanding of the Bible, because it is in Scripture that we find this authority, and it is the Scripture that has the authority, not our own minds or our own reasonings, even though when we come to Scripture, we use our minds, but we're ultimately dependent on God to help us understand it. But... I would encourage you to expose yourself more and more to the scriptures. And so thank for thanks for being with us again. Uh, write, write to me at um footnotes pod. Uh, write to me at footnotes pod at visitdbcc.org. And uh, until next time, I hope you have a great rest of your day.